Welcome to Babylon. In this podcast, I discuss with various guests news and current events through the lens of the Bible. The Bible often makes reference to this world as Babylon, and even though we live in Babylon, we as Christians are called to be different, to be holy as he is holy. So let's take a look together at God's word, our instruction for life. Welcome to Babylon. Welcome to Babylon. My name's Jeremy, and today we're going to be looking at prayer. Welcome to Babylon is all about living in Babylon as a Christian. So we need to look at the various tools that we have in our arsenal uh, to fight against the evil one and to live holy lives for Christ. So one of the greatest things that we have up our sleeve is prayer. It's a great privilege to speak to God himself. Uh, Well, today, to look at this topic of prayer, I've got a a good friend of mine, Chris, uh, with me. Chris Hall, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's a it's a privilege to have you here, brother, and and to also um, promote your podcast, uh, which is called Aspects of Faith. That's the one. It's it's only new, isn't it? You've only got a few episodes up there at the moment. Two. That's right. But there's going to be a whole lot coming out very shortly. I've um, been watching my brother prep for these um, podcasts, and uh, and so there's a lot of material that you need to get your hands on because he's talking about uh, theology specifically. So it's aiming to talk about theology. Um, that is aimed for the everyday person. So mm-hmm. maybe the everyday Christian who may not know what theology is or may have heard some terms being spoken and not too sure what they mean. So um, my goal is to make theology more accessible to the everyday Christian. That's great. Um, so what, what's your topic at the moment that you go through? So I'm going through the attributes of God. Um, the reason why I've started there is because theology in itself means the study of God. So I feel like that in order to, if we, before we talk about anything else, I think getting the character of God down is essential. So I'm going through the different aspects of who God is. Um, I've already I've already discussed um, what is God and who is God. Yeah. And um, in the next coming episode, I'll be talking about his self-existence. So when people hear the term God is self-existent, he is eternal, you know, what do we mean by that? So I'll be explaining into detail um, what that means. That's great, man. And and I think most people will find themselves in a place where they need to brush up on, on the various topics that you're going to be bringing to the table. Mm. Look, I, I want to um, just also say that you and I um, have, we, we go back quite a while now, nearly 10 years. Uh, we studied together at, at Laidlaw Bible College, um, and I don't think we necessarily had Reformed convictions going in, but coming out, we both came with Reformed convictions. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time there, and I, I do want to acknowledge Laidlaw um, for, for bringing this good friendship together. Uh, and also, Chris is one of those mates that will literally go around the world for you. He came uh, to my wedding in Texas, all the way from New Zealand, uh, legend of a man. So we have a really good guy here teaching us um, about prayer. So um, before we jump into uh, the details of prayer, I, I, I really want to just lay out an acronym that's been used many times, uh, particularly by R.C. Sproul, uh, but he's not the only person to use this acronym that's helpful for prayer, but he, um, and, and I should say it's not the only uh, format of prayer that we should follow, uh, but it's a really good guide um, to help Christians uh, learn how to pray. I think so often we don't necessarily know what we should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Many people come from Catholic backgrounds where prayer has been dictated to them. You know, like they, you must say this, 
uh, at a certain time. And we have Christians now who come from a Muslim background, same kind of thing. Um, Hindus, you name it. Christians are coming from all the cultures of the world now, and, and so they they don't necessarily know how to pray. And so what we want to do today is put a, a really basic format to just help them um, speak to their Heavenly Father and um, find themselves in a in a more intimate relationship with Him through conversation. Mm. Yeah, Chris, I, I, I do want to ask before we actually j- jump onto the acronym, what's your prayer life like? Like, What, um, what do you do? Um, so what my, what my prayer life is like, it's... I, I do a lot of journaling, um, so I do go through a reading plan, and what I often do with that is I relate my thoughts and mm-hmm. everything and just write what I think of the passage, reflecting on the passage, and one of the things I do is after each reading um, for, the, for that day, I write a prayer based on what I've read. And, and we were talking before that you actually use this, um, this acronym Acts as well, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, that is correct. Right. Okay. So let, let me just um, make clarification. We're talking about Acts, as in the Acts of the Apostles, um, not the uh, wielding Acts of the uh, Viking Age. The, the the acronym is A C T S, and it just simply means adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. We're just going to break that down today and we're going to talk about how we can approach prayer so uh, let's start off with adoration what is adoration and and how do we relate that to prayer chris so adoration is essentially giving all praise and due honor to who god is um an example of this in an opening prayer be like oh heavenly father you know how great are the works that you have made you uphold the universe with the power of your word like that is giving god Adoration. It's giving him whole. It's giving him. We're acknowledging the character of who he is. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to use R.C. Sproul probably a lot today, but I, I think um, he he makes a really a good point in his study on holiness and in, in his book on holiness. He talks um, about Isaiah six, how there are various characteristics of God. There's he's gracious, he's loving, he's kind, he's merciful, but there's only one that's referred to three times to, mm. to emphasize the point that he is holy 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 he's not gracious 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 or love 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 well, he is those things but he is holy 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 and that's quite a special thing so we need to come to prayer reverently yes i mean let's take the lord's prayer for example um jesus leads when the disciples ask jesus how do we pray jesus opens up with oh heavenly father hallowed be your name and that. That, in a sense, is, as you just said, it's acknowledging God as holy. It's acknowledging that he is the God of all of all creation mm-hmm. and everything else, and we're just sinful human beings who have the privilege to come to him in prayer. Yeah. It sets the tone, doesn't it? Because I, I actually, uh, I, I shouldn't throw my parents under the bus. It wasn't them at all. Um, but I, I grew up around people um, who were quite casual about the way they prayed. Um, like I said, not my parents. <laughs> um, they would refer to God as uh, JC, Jesus Christ. Um, far too casual, inappropriate. Um, they would also refer to the term Abba, uh, which translates to Father, Daddy, a really intimate kind of Father. Yeah. And and so they'd open a prayer like, Hey, Daddy, uh, look, 
come on, we, we do want to come to him in an intimate fashion. Mm. Um, but these things are just they're inappropriate. We, we must come to the throne room of God in a, in a very reverent fashion. Um, we, we have a privilege, and it, and it is a blessing, and it is intimate, but it, it's got to be done, as you said, with this acknowledgement of how holy he is, that hallowed be your name, Lord. You, you are great. Um, so, uh, so that's adoration. We come into the prayer, and, and the whole prayer needs to have this theme, but our, our approach in the prayer must be one of adoration for who he is. The second thing, and this is probably not the most um, commonly thought of thing in, in prayer, confession. Mm. Uh, what, what, what does that mean for the average Christian to confess their sins? Um, I think a very useful um, quote, Thomas Watson in his book, um, The Doctrine of Repentance, has made a note saying that when we confess our sins, you know, we all have it. We all, when we confess sins in prayer, we always use a generic term like "Lord, forgive me for my sins." Yeah. But Thomas Watson, what he he suggests and what he notes, what we should do is actually when we confess our sins, we are to confess specific sins, whether that be selfishness, pride, adultery against God. And this isn't to glorify the sin itself. No, it's it's to bring us to a place of repentance. Yes, and um, I like what Thomas Watson said in his book, where he says, "When we do this, Satan can't can um, can't accuse us of these sins because we're already confessing them to God. So it doesn't give Satan that power. That's right. To really guilt rid us because we, as I said, we bring them to God. We're bringing them out into the open. Yeah. And that's exactly what First John uh, talks about um, in chapter 1, verse 9. He's talking about walking in the light, bringing everything out into the open so that nothing's in secret, nothing can be uh, fisted, and, and you, you can't get further down into that sin. Mm. Bring it out into the place where we can deal with it, where the Lord can sanctify us. He says in verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us, forgive us our, our sins, forgive me, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. So um, we, we're not to come with a, a sense of condemnation, but this is a freeing thing, isn't it? Yeah. And what confession really does, and this is not talked about a lot in church, mm-hmm. um, particularly in the contemporary church, what confession does is it really forces us to be humble. I mean, let's take Psalm 51, for example, where um, David got confronted with his sin of adultery against Bathsheba. Yeah. You know, he's one of the things he says is he doesn't say, forgive me for the sins I've committed against her. But he says, for you and you alone mm-hmm. have I sinned against. I mean, yes, he did an egregious thing to her. He did, yeah. But ultimately, all sin is an offense to God. That's right. So, and again, it brings us to a humble place of I've sinned against the Holy One. Yeah. But at the same time, as, as Christians, we have that hope that when we confess these sins, we're going to be forgiven because we're covered by the blood of Christ. Yeah. So, and, and, and let's hold that thought that we've been forgiven um, because right now we, we've, in, in our prayer, we've, we've come with adoration. We've acknowledged how holy he is, how wonderful he is, and, and that causes us to really just be on our hands and knees, face down in prayer, uh, whether physically or um, metaphorically, and, and then we, we acknowledge how sinful we are in the presence of a holy uh, God. We, we're like Isaiah. We say, woe is me. 
I'm a man of unclean lips. Mm. Um, and, and, and so we confess those sins. We bring them before him. But as you said, we are saved by grace. So that then leads into the third point of this acronym, which I think is probably one of the more, um, shall we say, enjoyable parts of prayer, um, to, to acknowledge that which he has done for us, thanksgiving. Mm. Um, how do we approach thanksgiving? I think it's it's I think it's self-explanatory in the sense that we're thanking God for what he has done in our lives. But I think also when it comes to Thanksgiving, we often give thanks for the big things. Let's take this whole year for example with COVID. You know, people might thank God for, you know, thank you that I've still got a job mm-hmm. in the midst of this crisis. Yeah. Good thing to be thankful for. Yeah. Because totally. a lot of people have lost their jobs. Um so yes, we should be thankful for those things. Mhm. But we tend to neglect the smaller things, such as um, the people in our lives. You know, thank you for, you know, like say for you, for example, I could say to God, thank you for bringing Jeremy and all these other great godly men into my life so that I may grow in faith. Or whether it be as small as um, thank you for the church that I go to. Um, Not to say the church is a small thing, but, you know, we tend to neglect these things when we give thanks to God. And I think the one thing we neglect the most is thanking God for our salvation. Yes. Thanking God that we are saved, that Mm -hmm. he would even save us to begin with, Um, that we are not, we're not even worth saving. Mm -hmm. You know, we we deserve the whole right, we deserve God's holy and justful wrath. Wrath, yeah, that's right. Um, Be it the fact that he saves us. Mm -hmm. It's like, why save me? Like, I'm, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't deserve this. Mm. And yet it's the one thing we often neglect. And I think we as Christians need to continue to remember that it is God who saved us. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't save ourselves. Yeah. No, that's right. And and it flows naturally out of the other two, doesn't it? Adoration, confession. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you that I am so graciously forgiven. Um, So this, this, you can see how this acronym is really helpful. Mm. No, great, great points here, brother. And then it, it finishes this prayer um, with supplication. Mm. So A C T S supplication. Supplication is the act of asking or begging for something earnestly uh, in a humble fashion. Mm. Um, so th- these are the now the things that we we want to bring before the Lord um, that concern us. Uh, that now they may concern us in a um, serious way or, or in a, just a, a, a casual way. Lord, um, as we we ask in, in the the Lord's prayer, give us today our daily bread. Mm. Uh, give us that which we need. Uh, so, Lord, help us to, as men, to f- to feed our families, to provide for our children and our wives. So we need to bring simple things like that before mm. the Lord. But we're also talking about other things here, aren't we? Yes. Um, so, a good example is be the salvation of our family and loved ones, those mm-hmm. who are not saved but whom we desire you know, to be saved. It's also praying for the church and the persecuted church, um, yeah. praying for our government that they may lead in a wise fashion and also praying for the salvation of our government leaders. Uh, we need um, to be praying for that earnestly at the, at the present moment yeah, all um, around the world. I, and, I think also um, we, we need to consider, though, like, what can we pray for? Mm. Um, if you look at John 14, verse 14, um, we read, If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Mm. Are we talking any and everything? You know, I need a new laptop to record a podcast, Chris. 
new car, new house. Um, I'll, I'll say yes or no, and I'll, say, and I'll explain why <laughs> I say yes or no. Yeah, yeah. Um, no in the sense that God is not a genie. You know, mm-hmm. we can't just go to him and say, okay, I ask in the name of Jesus for a million dollars so I can do this, this, and this. You yeah. know, it's really, really silly. But in the same, and in, in, in the yes sense, like, let's let's just use the example for a podcast. Like, Lord, I desire to honor you and to spread your teachings mm-hmm. through the means of a podcast. Yeah. Um, if it be your will, will you help me get the means together to, That's right. to do these? Praying for these things... Like for increased finance or promotion and work, these things in and of themselves aren't bad. Um, but the one thing we really need to remember when coming to God in prayer is that we need to ask for His will to ultimately be done. Yeah. I mean, let's take the example of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, for example, where Jesus was praying and He said, Lord, if it be possible, let this p- cup pass from me. But then He finishes off yet not my will, but your will be done. And I think when we when we pray for things and ask God to do things like healing and stuff like that, we ultimately have to say, Lord, ultimately let your will be done. That's right. And if God answers those prayers, then hallelujah, you know, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. If God doesn't answer those prayers, then again, hallelujah, praise the Lord, because yeah, at yeah, least amen. we have that faith to come and ask Him to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it also... We also need to learn to, if God were not to answer these prayers, that we need to trust him that he has good reasons for saying, no, I'm not going to do that for you. I mean, I'm thankful that God hasn't answered some of the prayers that I asked for, you know, back when I was, you know, 10, 5, you know, 5, 10 years ago, for example. Some of the stuff I prayed for was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that God didn't answer those prayers. Um, But ultimately, when God doesn't answer these prayers... You know, we shouldn't be discouraged, no. but we should trust God that He has His reasons. Yeah. Well, what we're really asking, um, what what the Lord is seeking for here in in, uh, in John fourteen is, is that our will would align with His. Yes. Uh, one of my family's favorite verses is, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you." And the des- desires or the longings of your heart, mm. and um, you know, I, I think a lot of us see those verses when we're new Christians as uh, genie of the lamp kind of uh, passages but as you said you know this is just he's saying here I I want you to be so drenched in my word so so much in in line with me that when you ask for something it's it's what I want (laughs) it's my will anyway Um, I mean it's still going to be tainted with the with the flesh as we as we wrestle with that but um, you know you go to um, Psalm 1 as well. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, uh, nor stands in the way of the sinners, nor sits in the seats of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. So when he is meditating on the word of God, when he is found in his word, as I said before, his his thoughts align with that of God's, and so he, he desires the things of God. Mm-hmm. He wants to see his kingdom come. He wants to see... Um, the gospel of Jesus um, proclaimed in this world. So, it, as you said, if he's healed, then his desire is that in his healing of his sickness, God would be glorified. And if he's not healed, then his desire uh, is that 
God would be glorified. <laughs> uh, and that's quite a concept to get your head around. It's not necessarily natural or easy, and yet um, this is the desire of the Christian man and woman. Great. Well, I hope that um, has been of help to uh, all of you as you uh, seek to have a deeper uh, and more enriching prayer life uh, with our, our Savior and friend. I do want to now just turn your attention to my, my brother's podcast, which he has entitled Aspects of Faith. Uh, Chris, where can people find your podcast? Um, you can find it on Amazon, Spotify. Um, those are the two common ones. There are a few other places out there. Cool. Also, I just want to make mention that I've also started a Facebook page where I'll be posting all of my stuff. So if you want to keep updated on where, uh, where I am in my podcast, be sure to um, find it on Facebook. And I'll be putting everything on there. Fabulous. All right. And uh, once again, uh, a plug for our own podcast here at Welcome to Babylon. We have an Instagram page, which we'd love you to check out. Uh, We're now starting to... Uh, share various resources that we talk about. Uh, Last time we uh, looked at various doctrinal tools that can help people. Uh, Today uh, we've been talking about prayer and so I'll I'll be popping a little, uh, a few resources regarding prayer up on the Instagram page which you can check out and will hopefully help you out in your prayer life. Well that's it from us here at Welcome to Babylon today. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you to Chris for coming on and talking to us about prayer and how we can incorporate that into our life. Um, thanks, brother. Um, hopefully we'll have you back. Yeah, I mean, thanks for having me on again. You know, it's been a pleasure to talk about this particular topic. Great. Well, as I said, check out our Instagram uh, page and uh, press subscribe again for more episodes of Welcome to Babylon.